the sun rises, it will rise every day without fail. Even on the days the clouds block our view of it, it is still there. You too can rise. My name is Joanne Vandervies and I am the host of this podcast, The Sun Rises, Hope for a Bigger and Better Life. I am here to share your journey with you and to support you through the tough times. Let's go. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to The Sun Rises, a podcast for better living. With me today is my friend and fellow podcaster, Tammy Rockwell. Good morning, Tammy. Hi, Joanne. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Thank you, Tammy. I am honored to have you on my show as my very first guest. Ah, I'm I didn't realize that. Say a little bit because the reason I'm doing this podcast is somebody introduced me to podcasting, and <laughs> that would be you. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was fortunate to be a guest on your show um, earlier this year. So mm-hmm. why don't you give us an uh, a bit on how you met me, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. So I own Footprints of Inspiration and you had reached out to me after the self-care conference last year that I spoke at and we kind of connected there and then got to talking and then you were in one of our, I think you were in Jumpstart earlier this year uh, with me and we got to really know each other well and found out that my goodness, we have so much in common and we just, everything we would talk about, we'd say, yes, me too, me too. So that's how we found out as, you know, you being a community member of mine and then having you on the show and just really getting to know you and going back and forth with you. And one of these days we'll get to catch up in person, which would be wonderful. I would love that. I would love that as well. That would be really awesome. It would, it would. Tammy, can you tell our listeners a little bit about um, what's been a difficult journey for you? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, before I got on, I was trying to figure out how long it's been, and I'm not even quite sure, but I think it's been about 10 or 11 years ago now. I I wound up uh, just one day, had a random migraine. I knew what it was because I'd had migraines before, just periodically, maybe Uh, just a small handful of them. So I knew what it was, but what I didn't realize at the time was when that migraine hit, I had, it had just completely changed our life. I wound up with chronic migraines, getting them anywhere from three to five times a week and was just missing a lot of work. Thank goodness. I had an incredible team, an incredible boss who just worked with me over and over again to help me. But I went for years trying to go to work, um, trying, you know, I'd I'd be on my way to work in the morning and then wind up on the side of the road, very, very sick and have to pull over and then turn around and come back home. I'd have to, I was a dental hygienist for gosh, I think it was 25 years. So I had known my patients for quite a long time, but it got to be really tough also because my team was having to you know, step in and see my patients for me. My patients would have to reschedule uh, a lot. And then it was just also um, everything that it took. It took so much from my life 
um, and, you know, including my job and, and that I, I wound up having to leave just because it was such, it was just to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. It was really too hard trying to get to work, um, in, in between the migraines and, you know, my migraines would last anywhere from days to weeks. I wind up in the hospital many times and, um, just to, to arrest a migraine. So it really took a lot from my marriage, from, you know, me personally, and um, took a lot from our family. And so we've had to learn how to navigate that and uh, come through it. And I'll tell you what, I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I, my husband and I joke all the time and say, we did everything wrong. Nothing we did, we did correctly. We would do things so differently if we had to go back and do it again. But uh, yeah, so that's where we've been uh, is in the pit of of chronic illness that has just taken, that was taking everything from, from us. So That's a hard story, Tammy. I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there who have chronic illnesses that feel the same way and that their life's been taken from them. Yeah. Is there anybody who supported you during this time? Well, my, you know, my family did my, you know, my mom, my sister, my husband, my husband did, my kids did. And my, my coworkers, my team members, they did for sure. But my husband and I, so for gosh, you know, what we describe as, you know, we were both on the same path. We both wanted the same thing to be healed from this chronic, my, these chronic migraines, but the way we went about it wasn't very good, but, you know, he was so stressed out about the money and about all the work that I was missing. We had just prior to not long before the migraines hit, we, um, we, we actually moved from one town to another because of his job. And so we, and we got a bigger house and, and, you know, and we were had, when we came here, we were two income family and then very quickly were shot down to, I was maybe half an income that I had been. And, uh, so there was a lot of stress and the way that he handled the stress and he will tell you this as well. So I'm not sharing anything that he hasn't shared, but uh, the stress of it was extremely hard. It, we got, it got to the point where just as a couple, we were, we were coexisting. I just didn't even want to look at him in the day, you know, during the day, if I had another migraine, cause I didn't want to see the disappointment on his face. And, and he will tell you too, that, you know, he didn't mean to be, and he certainly didn't need, you know, mean to cause more stress, but he was so worried about finances and how we were going to do it. And um, yeah, and the so yes, they supported me very, very much, and I'm very grateful for that. But at the same time, again, you know, my husband and I, it just wasn't. We weren't there for each other. We we both let each other down in many ways. And um, can look back now and go, oh yes, we see what we did. You know how that goes. So that hindsight is twenty twenty for sure. So it definitely is, and it it's hard too because as a fellow chronic illness sufferer, mm-hmm. I know that it's hard to see your family go through this, yeah. and it a lot becomes about you just because you have to survive somehow. Yeah. For sure. Have, 
any, do you have any tin, tips or hints or anything that you might be able to share with our listeners on how they can um, not just overcome, but survive and thrive through this? Because we don't all get healed. Some of us are lucky enough to get that and some aren't. And I want to be there for people who are stuck in it and who need that help. So do you have any tips for that? Absolutely. So that's a great question. That's a really good question. And I think one of the things as a chronic illness warrior, one of the biggest things we feel, in my opinion, is guilt. Even though it's something we can't control, there's a lot of guilt that comes with it. Guilt that, you know, for me at work where I wasn't pulling, I wasn't the employee that I had once been. Um, I was just I got to the point where I was just doing everything I could. And, uh, you know, every chronic illness warrior will feel this. You, you feel like that's the, the only thing you have the energy to do is put one foot in front of the other. And you, you show up uh, physically, but you aren't there mentally. And so there's a lot of guilt that plays with that or plays into that. There's a lot of guilt that plays into it again with my husband and I, you know, I felt so much guilt that I wasn't bringing in the money that we once had, you know, you, when something like this happens and it's not expected, it really, it really messes you up. And so you feel guilt from that. You feel the guilt of, you know, for, I know with me, with my kids, there were so many events that I missed and so many times that I couldn't go do something like for prom pictures and stuff. It would be difficult because I can't be around perfume and cologne because of the they, they trigger migraines. And so it was just, a, there's a lot of guilt that goes with it. And what I would recommend with that, and I, you know, I can sit here and tell you, you know, oh, you can't feel guilty about it. You can't feel guilty about it, but you're still going to. And so one thing I want to encourage that. And one of the things that I learned through this is that guilt is not coming from God, that 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 guilt and shame that we feel for things is, you know, things that we have absolutely no control over that comes directly from the enemy. And so to be able to recognize that fact where it's coming from, and then be able to kind of stand up and say, okay, you know, I'm, this, this isn't coming from God. It's a chronic illness that I can't, um, that I, you know, I have no control over. So I'm going to choose and it's not easy. It's not easy at all, but you keep choosing. And there were days, many, many days that I chose probably 50, 60, 70 times every single day to believe God and his truth um, over this guilt and shame that I was feeling over this chronic illness. So I would say that's the biggest thing um, as far as a tip is just to make sure that, yeah, I see you, I hear you, I understand the guilt that you feel, but that is not truth. That is not, um, that is not coming from God at all. I definitely hear you on that, Tammy, because the guilt is, mm -hmm. is really, really overwhelming. It is. Yeah. Is there anything else that, that you did during this time that helped you? Get yeah, through, even just getting through a day. Yes, absolutely. So some of the things that I would do, number one, or another big, big thing. So my husband and I, um, 
with our finances. I mean, we, our finances, everything came crashing down and we came dangerously close to losing everything. And that was actually primarily, um, well, obviously because of my chronic illness and missing so much work and then eventually leaving work. But I also, I was the one taking care of the finances and I was not telling him because I already felt, you know, that guilt you're already feeling, which, you know, to say it now sounds so ridiculous, but when you're living in it, I just kept thinking, I just don't even want to talk to him about it because I just, that's just more guilt. It's more stress for him. And it's just going to cause even more problem. But one thing I would say for sure is if you have a chronic illness, definitely talk to your significant other if you have one. Um, and, and, and even if you don't, just addressing the bills head on see what you can um, cut back on. It was amazing when we had our, literally our come to Jesus moment uh, with that and the stress that just melted away. It was like for my husband, especially, he, he became a completely different person when he saw that, okay, if we cut out these certain things, you know, we can still make it. And so I would say definitely don't ignore. I know for me as an Enneagram seven, I know you and I have, um, we share this together, Joanne, uh, that we are both Enneagram sevens, but we want to turn away. We want to run from um, hard, messy. We don't want to deal with them. So let's put our head in the sand or let's dream about over here or go run and to, you know, these new experiences and adventures. And if, especially as an Enneagram seven, if you are too, but as a chronic illness warrior, don't turn from it, lean into it. God knows what you need. And I think in this time, I don't think I know in this time, this is where I really, really learned what the saying is. You don't know God is all you need until God is all you have. And he truly does provide everything that we need. And so if the chronic illness is taking a toll on finances, address those finances. Don't turn away from it. Address it. Cut out what you need to cut out and take the stress off because as a chronic illness warrior, you don't, you don't need that additional stress from that at all. You really don't. Um, you asked about some other things, definitely, um, just this is when, you know, in this time is when I really, really started and forged a real relationship with God. And it was, it's been life-changing and it's where I've learned that even in the pain that we can still experience peace and fulfillment, even if our circumstances don't change we can change and we can feel, uh, you know, just experience that joy filled life. And therefore the longest time I thought that, no, we'd never have that again, but we do. And it's wonderful. I know one thing that I had to learn that's very countercultural. Ask for help. Yeah. Outside, I'm single. Mm -hmm. So if I don't shovel my driveway, my driveway doesn't sh get shoveled. Is yeah. that something that you had to deal with as well? Most definitely. And I very, you, you hit it right on the head is that countercultural. I'm going to have a hard time saying it too, is 
you know, you just don't want to ask for help. You don't want to be more of a burden to somebody or, um, but absolutely ask for help. Don't be afraid. People want to, you know, when, when, when someone is dealing with a chronic illness like this, there are people that want to help. They want to know what to do. And unless you give them, you know, unless you tell them, they're not going to know. So there are people there. I mean, you'll find out, you know, there are some people who, who won't and that's okay. You know, that's just how it goes, but it's okay. And it's not just okay, but it's important to ask for help. This is a chronic illness. You can't control it. And so it's okay to do that for sure. One thing I've learned about help, asking for help is it's a balance, like a balance scale. Yeah. In order for somebody to be able to help, somebody has to receive. Yeah. You can't have giving and you can't have help without giving and receiving. It's two sides of the same coin. You so are if so I'm refusing to ask somebody for help, I feel that I'm denying them the opportunity to give. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really, really important, especially if you're single and doing this. But even when you're married, you don't even have to ask your spouse, hey, can you help me? I can't get dressed today. Can you yeah. just help me with this? Yeah. And I think that's something people need to know. It's okay. Yeah, and sure. it's not just okay. It's good to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's funny you say that because you taught me a lot about that um, too, Joanne. You really did about the asking for help. You taught me a lot about that. Well, thank you. It's uh, It's been a hard learned lesson. It is. But I, I, I want to share it with my listeners because yeah. it has helped me drastically. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Tammy, your story has a bit of an upward turn. Can you tell us what's been going on lately? Yeah, totally. Um, I, to be honest with you, I still pinch myself because I really thought that um, I would not be healed this side of heaven. I really didn't think that was a possibility because I had tried absolutely everything. And I actually, by way of my podcast, I had um, someone reach out and wanted to be on the show and just happened to be Tim O'Brien from The Healthy Place. And as we were talking and I was interviewing him, he's talking more and more about his supplements and how they do, uh, you know, they, they kind of their superpower is to work with chronic illness warriors. I mean, that is their favorite thing to do. They love helping people just live a healthier life, but they really, he said, I think, I, I think what he said, something like that's their jam to really help someone with that, uh, with a chronic illness. And I'll be honest with you. I, I just thought of something else. So don't let me forget to say that too. But, um, but one of the things as he's talking, I just felt this kind of come over me that I really feel like God is has led me here and led him, me to him. And so when we got off the call, we started talking a little bit and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a try and see, I'm going to see what happens. Well, these supplements, and I will tell you, I do personally have to take quite a few supplements. Um, but it doesn't surprise me because my neurologist has told me I'm his most difficult patient. We have tried almost everything, acupuncture, chiropractor. I've had a hysterectomy, um, I'm trying to think all kinds of medications and Botox, 
and all of that, but the supplements are actually helping me. I've gone from about three to five migraines a week, excuse me, to about three to five migraines a month. And so I, I pinch myself every day because I can't believe this is happening. Um, I didn't expect that, but it's just amazing when you lean in and, uh, yeah, give it a try and see. So very excited. That, that's really awesome, Tammy. We all want that for ourselves, but we're really grateful that you got that. Thank you. And I must say, it's been a pleasure seeing pictures of you post you posting pictures that are more than just in your office, some on your front porch. You went for on a hike with a, for a, a walk the other day. And I yeah. thought, Tammy's obviously feeling better. So I I'm really yeah. happy for you. You mentioned you wanted to say something else. What? You've got me curious. Okay. So, yes. So, you know, you talked about one of the tips and stuff. And I have to say something that I did learn through all of this also is, you know, as I'm learning to find peace, even in the midst of, and this was even before um, I started uh, improving on my migraines or my migraines started decreasing, I guess is what I should say. Um, I did learn that I've also got to really, really work hard. And this is not easy, but work hard at not camping out in the pain, not camping out in my chronic illness. And what I mean by that is I, I opened my, number one, I was opening myself up for healing. I told, you know, spent a lot of time with God and said, all right, God, I am going to walk in healing this this year. And I, I really feel like that healing begins in the heart, like, because when you're dealing with an emotional, excuse me, a chronic illness, there, there's emotional pain in addition to the physical pain that goes along with that. And I really feel that that begins in the heart and healing your heart and finding, you know, I, I felt like I had lost my identity when I left work. I was, like I said, I was a hygienist for 25 years, worked with these girls. We were so close and my patients and I were so close and I really felt I lost my identity. And it's when God showed me that, you know what, Timmy, you haven't lost your identity. You are still my child. And so one, when I learned all of that and when I learned that, okay, I'm going to choose to walk in healing. So what that meant for me is some days if I couldn't really get out of bed, then I may, when I get to the point, you can't always, when you first get a migraine, but when I could get to the point of have, uh, have some of my praise and worship music on really, really low. Um, there were days when I could get out. And so I would go out on the front porch and put a dark washcloth over my head, uh, over, over my eyes. So that way it was still dark out, but just to change my scenery and not, lay in the bed, not, you know, stay there. And again, and I believe me when I tell you, I understand that there are times that you can't do that. You as a chronic illness where you can't get out of bed, but on those times where you can muster up enough energy to just go and, you know, change the scenery a little bit and, and choose mentally not to camp out in it. And it was hard. It was a tough thing to do. It was definitely a mindset shift. It was definitely a really digging in and leaning into God more and more. So, and, you know, a lot of that happened too last year in December when I was, um, I kind of did my own little spiritual reset and it, 
a lot of that, you know, I really felt God's hand in saying, all right, come on, let's go, Tim. You're, you're camping out in it and it's time to stop. So, um, yeah, so lots of different things, but I really do feel as difficult as it is that we do have to still keep up, you know, get up and keep moving and that it is possible to find peace and fulfillment, even it, when we aren't healed, even when our circumstances don't change. So. An interesting thing about that is you had posted that on your website the other day or an email or something. And I thought, am I camping out in my illness? And I'm like, no, ma'am, I'm going to my podcast. I am out of here. You are not camping out. No, ma'am, you are not. You are not. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? Wow. Just that, you know, if you're a chronic illness warrior, I know how hard it is. I know how, gosh, I know it can take everything from you. And I just want, you know, just remember that you are first and foremost, a child of God and that you haven't lost who you are at all. It's just, sometimes, uh, we need that reminder of whose we are and, you know, to lean into God and he's got something so big and beautiful planned for you right where you are. You know, God doesn't, this isn't a, um, you know, God isn't up there wringing his hands, trying to figure out how this is going to turn out. He already knows he's not up there worried about what's going to happen. He already knows, and he can use you right where you are, even in the pain, even in the hard. And there's nothing like getting up and trying to serve him, like getting our minds off of our chronic illness and getting up and serving, you know, making it our, our, day or excuse me, our choice that day to serve him, our duty. I don't know if duty, that's probably not the right word, but making, you know, our first priority to serve him, that really makes a big difference. Don't you think like when you're, when you get up and you think, okay, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to get my mind off of this. Cause I'm going to go and I'm going to serve the Lord. Like what you're doing here with this podcast. Thank you for doing that. I mean, that's getting up and that's serving the Lord and that's making a difference in the lives of so many people. So I think that really makes a difference too, to say. And again, that was inspired by you, Tammy, because you made a difference in my life. And when I'm taking this podcasting course and they're telling me about connect with people, I'm like, that's exactly what Tammy did. She connected with me and look at how it's transformed both of our lives. It's incredible, isn't it? It, Well, you know, and it's so stinking cool because here you are way, way, way up north. um, And you're like, we're not even in the same country. And yet, like you and I are friends. We're friends. We connect. We, yeah. So it's, I just love how God does that. And, you know, when um, it brings tears to my eyes, sorry, it brings tears to my eyes. I, um, I just, you know, because when you think like, for instance, when I thought, when I left my job and I left my, my team members, my, who were my dear, dear, dear friends and my feet are my patients. And then to, um, think that, gosh, now I've left, I've got nothing. And then here, look at what God does. He, you know, he brings us, brings mm-hmm. us together, you know, and he's like, Timmy, we're not done yet. I've got, I've got good things for you still. So 
Yeah, look, I'm I'm all teary-eyed. Sorry. That's okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's good for our, our listeners to hear as well that there is hope, that this yeah. isn't the end of the road. And That's even in the hard times, there is still good stuff happening. Yeah, for sure. And I you just I wanna I wanna thank you so much, Tammy, for sharing and opening up today. Absolutely. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, I'm pretty nervous about this, but hey, we do it messy and and God works it all out for the best. And Indeed. yeah, and you're Again, doing great. Thank you very much. You're doing great. Absolutely. Thank you. I am I'm truly honored uh that you asked me to be on the show. It truly means the world to me. So I'm cheering you on, girl. Cheering you on. And so everybody, just to remind you, this is Tammy Rotzel from Footprints of Inspiration and a good friend who's been able to join me for my podcast. Well, thank you, Tammy, and have a great day. Absolutely. You too, Joanne. That's it for this episode of The Sun Rises, Hope for a Bigger and Better Life. If something really spoke to you today, if you have questions, or if you know someone who would be a great guest, please send me a message. I look forward to joining you on the next episode of The Sun Rises, Hope for a Bigger and Better Life. Have a great day.